What's up? It's DJ Dirt. I'm here at the Cabin Kickback. Uh, I'm here with my co-host, Slater. What's up, Slater? What's up, everybody? Uh, we got a special guest with us today. Uh, my One of my first business partners when I opened up the studio. We got Looney Bankroll. Yeah. What's up, Looney? Appreciate you having me here, man. Yes, Welcome sir. to the cabin, man. For sure. Uh, I wanted to start off by saying that I got a lot of respect for you, bro. Because, uh, you know what I'm saying? I love the way you carry yourself. You got high class. Seems like you got a lot of wisdom. I really admire that. I appreciate that. You know, I feel the same thing about you, though. Same way. You know, we've been locked in for a long time. It was pretty genuine up front. So that's how we're going to end it. Yes, sir. Uh, also, I wanted to say happy belated birthday. Appreciate you just celebrated it. that. Yeah, for sure. Got a little gift for you. Oh. Young giant. Oh, where? Sir. Oh, where? Appreciate it, bro. <laughs> get right. Yes, get sir. Let's get right, y'all. And for everybody just listening on audio, uh, Dirt just pulled out a bottle of champagne. Yes, yeah. sir. Well, we got some brute. Something like Is that. that. How you say it? Check them out. Got the gold bottle. The gold bottle. Definitely. Prosecco. For sure. Well appreciated. But yeah, uh, you just dropped the project. You know, I'm loving it. I was I love to be a part of it and all that. Uh, it's called Pain Brought Progress. I like that title. Tell me what that means to you. I feel like it's a title that, you know, it says a lot with just what it says. It's no deeper explanation or definition within it. I went through a lot, you know, within my path. And I just feel like overall I can pat myself on the back and, and thank God for, you know, where I've ended up now. Not saying I'm where I want to be, but I see why I went through that and what it's made me now. So, like, so the pain brought progression, for yeah, sure. Constantly progressing. I like that. I like, you know what I'm saying, a lot of stuff you say in the songs, I try to implement in my lifestyle. So, Facts. you know, people that's listening to it are feeling that if they really listening to what you're saying and whatnot. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, the first song on there, Clear Mind, that was a different song for you. That was different. You said you was afraid to put that one out. It really I took me a minute to, you know, get comfortable with that song because it's, it's way out of my comfort zone, you know? Yeah, that's the most streamed song on the project, though. And I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. I ask people, too, and I'm like, yo, what's your favorite song on the project? They're like, oh, I like that clear mind. And I think it's because you did just switch it up on us a little bit. And I really knew, like, you know, of course the ones close to you that tell you, I like this, I like that. But not saying I got yes men around me, but it was the ones that I didn't expect it from that told me, hey, I like clear mind. That's the one. That's definitely the one. Yeah. I feel like that's like a perfect way to start off the project. But w what about that song where you're not sure about at first? It's different energy, you know. It's mm. it's. I mean, it's just me and a and a guitar. It's, it's just me and guitar. Mm. So it's not any rhythm or vibe I'm trying to create on the beat. I'm really just expressing mainly what I like, what I'm going through. Yeah, I feel like with the from the production aspect, with it just being your voice and the guitar, kind of opens up the door to vulnerability, which Thanks. I feel like is very evident throughout the whole project. Yeah, and Thanks. it makes a lot of sense, you know, tying into the to the title and overall theme. I feel like that's probably why it hits so hard and connects with so many people, because that vulnerability is so evident. You know? Yeah, and it's no like no brag. It's not a. I didn't make this song with the idea to make a hit. Right. If that makes sense. So. Right. 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's really just mainly expression. They're like, okay, every word that he's saying on this song, every line that he's saying, it's literally him. He's not trying to impress or do anything. It's him. Mm. So, yeah, that's why I like that. And then it just leads in. I like the transition for the whole album, honestly. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, not for sure. It, it definitely rides super smooth. Uh, it's a very well put together project. But I think there's something interesting, like what you're saying or what you were just saying is ultimately like you can make you can have your own kind of preconceived ideas about what songs will do well or how a project will be received. But really, right. it's not up to you at all. You know, you'll you'll make a body of work and put it out. And then everybody else that listens to it's going to dictate, you know, yeah. what's popular, what's good or like what they're liking. So I've always wondered that because I've always tried to like speculate uh, which songs would be the most successful on projects that we work on um and yeah, clear mind i wasn't you know i liked it a lot but I, I, it also surprised me that that was the most streamed song but it just has like that certain vibe to it like i just drive i just like will drive around at night and listen to it yeah you no know lie. it just has that perfect kind of serene sort of feel to it and like you said um a lot of people they do it to you know make the hits and put it for the fans and mm -hmm. everything and i feel like that's one big thing that not held me back but kept me in my own lane and not up here with everybody mm. else or you know the most popping artists in the city or something mm. like that because with my projects i've always made i was always going through some deep pain my past three projects i was literally going through some deep stuff so it wasn't for everybody I, it was more so a thing like let me make this music for me and let me put it out so whether i'm here whether i'm gone mm. my story told i went through that i overcame that i can i can listen to that forever you know mm. so now with this pain brought pro you know progression song i mean album it's different it's different because i'm not making that type of music anymore i'm not just sitting in the studio mind clouded you know just trying to get everything that's cramped up inside of me out of me i mean which i still do but i do it with a different purpose now mm. so that's why i feel like you know they may have held me back mm. i think purpose is something that kind of well, did you, were you about to say something? No. Okay. I think Purpose was a, a pretty want me to open like, this? cornerstone. and crack it open. Okay. Oh, yeah, man. We got to pour up. That was the sure. point. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what you were saying about Purpose, it seems like, you know, Purpose or Intention, the album seems very intentional, you know? And yeah. I feel like that's kind of what you're saying. Um, but, yeah. Definitely felt that. Ooh. Yeah. I know how to pop bottles now. Sure. <laughs> I know how to pop bottles. Uh, another reoccurring theme on the album that I wanted to talk about was um, you have this, like, keep talking about how you can't count on people around you. And, you know, you, like, you kind of do everything yourself. Why is that? Where does that come from? You know, everybody got their own story to do music. You got some to talk about how they were the biggest gangsters. You got some to talk about, you know, wealth, some to talk about this and that. To really answer that, my, my pain was an unappreciation type of pain. I went through, I was unappreciated. So with all the people that I had around me, a lot of things that I did, you know, I'm a vibe creator. So I did things without love i mean i did things with love and i said that i seen things or wanted things back in return but i just didn't get that back in return so after so long addiction so much love you'll feel like man maybe you only around me for this I'm not saying you use me not saying you're not but 
you can't really I, I the stuff that I've been through, you can't really put your trust in anything. You gotta just do it for you and the genuine love to come towards you, the people that's meant to be in your life, it'll be there. The ones that's not, you either gonna read the signs and move forward or you're gonna keep going through the same shit. I went through four or five years of my own self-depression and being unappreciated because of the love I was showing but not getting back. And I could, you know, you could say it or sound it in a, in a selfish way, but it's a different type of love when you're putting people in better positions, you know? Yeah. When you know you got the mindset to get yourself here and you getting yourself here, but you also being the finances and the mindset for the people around you to get there too. Mm. You know, you got to start bringing stuff to the table equally. I've never not been a person that didn't bring anything to the table. Mm. I've always carried my own, had my own. Mm. Or something you said uh, just reminds me of that old saying where, uh, well, I feel like being unappreciated is like one of the greatest pains, especially whenever you're showing love to people. But there's that old saying where it says, like, um, the real enemy of love isn't hate, it's indifference, mm. you know? And that's always something that I've, like, tried to make sure I kind of keep in check. Because um, you never know, you know, what somebody else might be going through. So sparing whatever time you have to, you know, talk to them and kind of come to understand them a little bit more and just appreciate the time with them. Because you never know, you know, could be here today, gone tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, especially with, like, some of our clients and, like, the lives that they live. Uh where it's just more uncertain, I feel like. It's uh, especially valuable whenever you have guys that uh, give back to the community and really uh, kind of take pride in that and uh, where they come from. So I would just say, like, man, cheers to you for always Definitely. showing love. Uh, for sure. And hopefully, you know, That's more respect. good things to come for you. Yeah, I respect that. that. This is pretty smooth, though. It's it my champagne. Yeah. It wouldn't be gold for no reason. Mm. I know that. Yeah, it's the closest thing to Ace of Spades we could try to find. <laughs> for real. We getting there. Uh, going back to the song Clear Mind, uh, one of the lines you said was, Mama ain't like the bullshit I put it through. Did you, uh, you know what I'm saying, you dealt with a lot growing up? like. Yeah, as far as my household, it's a little different, like. My mama, she got three kids. You know, I got a big brother, a big sister. My big brother, you know, he been in the streets locked up his whole life. Mm. You know, we all in the streets, but I said that in a matter of like jailbird living rather. My sister, she got three kids, you know. No daddy really around or nothing like that. She had four kids, but I lost my nephew to neoblastoma cancer when he was three years old. I got that tatted on me right there. Forever Jeremiah. Yeah, that happened in 2018. So with me building motion at an early age, with me, you know, seeing so much and seeing that, okay, they, they can't fix it. I got to be the one to try to change the situation, change the scenario. So with me building motion early, my family depended on me. And I put that, I gave them that comfort mm -hmm. to depend on me, you know? So when it, when it come to that, I had to force my mama to accept a lot of shit that I had going on. You feel me? So that's, that's when you deep in. I'm talking middle school, high school, throughout high school. And you know, I, I was only in high school for three years. Even though I was deep in there, I, was, I wasn't a dumb, I was a dumb nigga, you feel me? So three years in high school, I graduated early. I graduated my junior year. 
and it was right, I was gone, right to it. As soon as I graduated, my nephew died, you know, my sister, she still got three girls. That was her only boy, you know? So yeah, with that line and you speaking on that, it really get deep. That's a lot of, that's a whole another side of pain that brought my progress as well. Yeah. Um, now I know you went to school like here. You from the Ville originally? See, originally I'm from Atlanta. Okay. You know, my pops from Atlanta. Yeah. But we all, you know, migrated down here. If that's the word you want to say. Me and my mama and my sister and brother, we've been here since 2009. You know, as soon as we moved here, we moved to Haynes Garden Apartments. Word. East Nashville, you know, Northeast Nashville, something like that. But yeah, ever since then, I've been back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. And yeah, my pops, he was gone for so long because he was actually a, a hype man for a uh, goody mob. So he was running with Big Kip, Cujo, you know, all of them. My whole middle school, elementary, my mama think I'm staying with him. He's gone somewhere in Cali. I got a whole house to myself, 12 <laughs> to 15, you feel me? Yeah. So that was really something different. And then, like I said, when my nephew died, I came down here to kind of take care of things, help out. Yeah. But I yeah. see you, uh, you always enjoy them trips to Atlanta, though. I love it, man. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. The peace of mind. Because, you know, in Nashville, my time in Nashville, you know, it's so much hatred to get built, so much envy to get built only off these apps. Just the people that's not around it want to be around it, but, you know. Yeah. So in Nashville, you know, I'm always on 10. I'm always on go. I never let up when I'm in the Ville, but when I'm in Georgia, I really get that peace of mind, that relaxation, that like-minded high classness i know i'm saying words that ain't words but <laughs> for real though like yeah can you see yourself moving back down there you plan on staying here i won't stay in the ville but i'm gonna forever be around in the ville yeah yeah i never completely leave the ville you saw family down in atlanta just a little bit. I got family in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, mm. and family in Nashville. Just a little bit as far as Georgia. Or, um, I see you really turning up the Lay Low Live Large brand. Yeah, man. I wish I could see my rolling tray. <laughs> I'm ashing on it right now. Shout out to Rissa Ren. She made that for me. She really made me an ashtray, um, a stash cup holder and everything for it. I was like, wow, you crazy. I appreciate that, though. Yeah. And she don't charge much either, man. Yeah. Are you, uh, I guess you planning on really turning that brand up this year? Look, man, I'm not a rapper. I am a brand. <laughs> exactly. Everything deserves a platform. That's the way to go about it. Yeah. And lay low, live large. That's not like I don't know. It's, the, it's not a group gang clip. No, this is a lifestyle that I'm pushing. Yeah. This is my lifestyle. My whole life, I ain't been on nothing but just laying low and living large. Like, just trying to, you know, up the scale, up it, up it, up it, up it, bossed up, high class. Yeah. Rich. Come on. We got the same 24 hours as everybody else. The same people we watching is famous and rich. Mm. 
That's facts. You got a few people that did it in months and years. Like, come on, no? Man, you just reminded me of two iconic lines from two iconic rappers. Where you saw I'm a, I'm a brand. Because you got Jay-Z. who's like, I'm not a businessman. I'm a businessman. Yeah. And then you got... uh. But Lil Wayne, real G's moving silence like lasagna. <laughs> yeah. No cap. Yeah. No, but yeah, I, that's just the lifestyle I push. Mm. I like that Lay, Lay Low Live Large, though. Mm. You might see me posting that all the I, time. And a lot of my people that's around me like that, you know, in their bios, trying to, that's why I really want, I'm going to get a clothing line going 2022. Y'all stay tuned for that for sure. Mm. Clothing line coming soon. But i love to see it because it's so much other bullshit being promoted to where they just crash dummies yeah i promote to be crash dummies out here i'm promoting a lifestyle worth living like it ain't it ain't no bullshit you know you can really transform how you move and how you live in the things you seeing you know and, and level it up there's no reason not to you can't take what's in you out of you. So, you know, I would advise everybody to lay low and live large. You'll live longer. Feel that. Uh, and other news, kind of got into it before we started the interview, but uh, preparing for fatherhood. First of all, congratulations on that. Yeah, for sure. I what's it, like, on what's it like making that transition? It's a mindset thing, you know. Plus, I'm early on, you know, she, at this point, she's still pregnant right now, so it's just a mindset, you know, and I've always been a person since, you know, 9, 10, 11 to always take on responsibility, so when things get on my plate, it just makes me go harder. It don't make me, like, panic no more or nothing like that. I just try to keep the positivity and the peace in the situation because, you know, it's easy to go left. We can't accept that, that. I mean, we can't knock that. That's life. So, long as I get richer, my operation gonna get bigger. This life gonna be happier. I mean, come on now. Yeah. Was your immediate reaction like that collected about it, or was you kind of <laughs> scared at first? You know what I'm saying? Like when I first hit, when I first heard the news, I ain't gonna lie. That's some heart. That I ain't never had a pregnancy scare. Yeah. So my heart dropped but it take real communication real communication like just being straight up and you know I'm, I'm straight up through the whole way so it's kind of easy when something like that come up on both of our hands so yeah my i was nervous but my reaction was still the same because yeah. it's we got it you got your own motion, you got your own platform, own stuff going on. I do too. We got it. You ain't got no kids. It's your first one. It's my first one. We got it. Word. Uh, how do you think your, uh, going back to what we were talking about earlier, how do you think your relationship with your mom is going to influence your future as a father? I mean, mama was an OG, man. My mama taught me everything that I know. Literally. How to handle shit, how to not fold under pressure, how to add more things onto your plate and still keep going. Like, everything. 
everything that she instilled in me, I'm always, you know, that's 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 how I lay low and live large. Mm. She really put me on that. Word. Stop running yourself hot. Uh, take that down. Da, da. Nah, don't do it like that. <laughs> I'm telling you, you better. All right, you better. Okay. You saying lay low and live large. I get you. <laughs> I respect that woman. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to see uh see you keep transitioning. See uh, you know what I'm saying? Get, it's just gonna get bigger and bigger, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Ready to see him come see him or her, because you don't know. Yeah, I don't know yet. Okay. I got the option to find out, but I don't know yet. Are you guys gonna do a gender reveal party? Yeah, that's what we're gonna do. Yeah. For sure. So my brother gonna know and her sister gonna know. Her sister's a um uh, party decorator anyway, so huh? they got some ideas up their sleeve. Who knows? We'll see. I post it on my Instagram. Are you uh you leaning towards one of the No I want a mini me. <laughs> <laughs> I want a son, man. And my family they they pushing for the son, you know, ever since my nephew died. Yeah. That was the only boy, the only boy, period. My cousins, they got all girls. My sister, she had all girls. I didn't have no kids. My big brother don't got no kids, so. You know, I'm going for a team boy. But if it's a girl, I know how to I know how to raise women. Mm. I, I raised three nieces. I help a sister and a mama out. And I've been doing this since I was young. Yeah. So either way. So it's gonna happen whenever, let's say it's a son, five years from now, he comes up, he's like, Dad, I wanna be a rapper. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> I'm all behind it. It's gonna be a label and everything mm. by then. Yeah. By that time, you just sign him to lay low, live large. I'm telling you. Hey, family business. Family business. It's the way to do it. And we're gonna be rich. That's fuck. <laughs> yeah. Drop him right in. So, uh, what's in store for you, 2022? Um, I honestly, I'm two feet in. With my other business, I'm just trying to. 2022, man, I'm trying to stay more focused on this shit that can put me on and take me out this street shit, you know. I want this clothing line, you know. I got a few side businesses I want to do as far as like mobile businesses or um, restaurants or whatever like that. But clothing line and this music, man. Clothing line and this music. We're gonna we're gonna kick the door down. We're gonna put our foot in the door in this music shit and take over. And we ain't gonna do it that way, you know. Everybody always worried about. Uh, you gotta you gotta do it like this. You wanna get the you wanna get the buzz in the city, you wanna get popping in your city. Nah, man. I'm pushing my own way, my own lifestyle, and taking my own time with it, and that's how we're gonna do it. That's a bet. Uh I know we talked about it once before, but I want to ask again, is it like any artists around the city or any artist period that you be interested in collabing with? Are you keeping it solo for the most part? I'm keeping it family business for the most part, man. Yeah. I know my worth. I ain't trying to. 
I mean, as cocky as it may sound, I, I really ain't trying to link with these niggas, bro. Yeah. I ain't trying to. They can they can pay me and do business with me, but other than that, I ain't. I'm okay. I'm not looking for no opportunity from somebody from some other rapper. But you know, I got people in the game I look up to. Not look up to, but I got people in the game I respect and get motivated by that I probably lock in with. And they not even really, you know. On, on, I like I fuck with boys like Coke Cash. Uh, and it's just people that I know I can do business with that ain't too far ahead and nothing like that. But I know I can do business with Coke Cash, you know, YNJ, Louis Ray, a few people that I just fuck with, you know? Yeah. But as far as in my city, I'm okay. Yeah, I keep grinding though. And going back to something that you were saying earlier uh, about you having to work through your own depression and everything. I feel like mental health isn't really a subject that's discussed too often in uh, rap not. music, especially in kind of like the style that you inhabit. Um, but what would you say, like, what advice would you have for anybody that's working through their own, you know, uh, depression and doesn't really know how to go about it? Stay down, man. Stay focused. You gotta, you want me to be honest, like, you got to stay focused and just keep pushing. You can't keep looking back and dwelling on the shit that didn't work. Because if you keep doing the same shit over and over again, looking for the same, looking for a different result, it's called what? Insanity. Okay. That's so you'll be insane to keep doing the same shit, which I found myself doing. And it took me a year to overcome my path, a full year, I'm talking about. But... Through the whole process, you know, I, I'm going to be honest, and this may not be what somebody else should do, but I moved an engineer in my house, slept on, he was sleeping on my couch. We making music every day, and I was getting drunk every day. I took my mind off of all of that by drinking and turning up. I ain't the type of club, so, you know, little kickbacks, people coming over, studio sessions be dunk, so... That's what took my mind off a lot of it. But then again, like I said, I made three albums worth of, I would say, depressed type music. So now the real me is coming back out. I mean, I'm back me now. It's full effect now. So you would say Pain Brought uh, Progress is your first kind of true to yourself Looney Bankroll project? This is the ladder. This is the stepping stool. It's the gateway. This is a stepping stool mm. to <laughs> what's about to come. Like, mm. just, you know, mindset-wise, energy-wise, all of that. Because I know, like, I'm bigger and I'm better than I've ever been. I don't see myself going back because I know what it takes to get back right there. I know how to avoid it. I know what it takes to keep, man, I know the recipe. Motion potion. And I'm gonna sip to that. Gotta pour up a little bit, man. Man. <laughs> but yeah, man. What was uh what was your favorite song that you did on the last project? Mm. Passion. Same. Okay. Same. 
Uh, Passion. And I feel like I might be a little bit biased toward it. Because I don't know if you remember, I was here in the back room and I was working with Randy. It's a uh, recent song. Yeah. And I, I, was, I was walking through and you're like, hey man, check this out real quick. And mm-hmm. it was dark. I don't know if you even could see me. And then you played out loud. And I just heard the hook. I'm like, bro, that's it. And it stuck in my head until the album came out. And so that was the first song I went to listen to because I just like had to like hear it again. It has that earworm. You like, know? man, I don't even remember how I heard the beat, but I know I had heard the beat pulling up. And the energy I had, like, like I said, you know, it took me a whole year to overcome my shit and get my motion back, you know. This is December music we making. Yeah, I'm a Sagittarius. My birthday December nineteenth, so I'm full. I'm at full effect right now. So when I hear this beat, it's just adrenaline running. You know. Yeah. No, you came in the studio. Oh my god. Knocked that one out. Like. Like. Yeah, I knocked that one out because I really, I really had that energy. Like I'm back. Yeah. I feel like passion is. Passion is my favorite one. And that was the last song completed for the album? Is that right? Nah, the last song. I had an outro. I had 2.11 a.m. And 2.11 a.m., that's been my ringtone for the past two years. That was really my... That's the song that got me through my pain. I made that song two years ago. Wow. That's one of the songs I made sitting in the living room, in the crib, you know, drunk, just... I pat my own self on the back. Like, I really, I tell my story rather than talk my shit. And that's what it was back then on them albums. I was telling my story rather than talking my shit. But now, you know, I got to talk my shit. (laughs) Man, nothing wrong with that. Or means you're more confident than you were in the past, you know? Yeah. It's a good it's a good trajectory to And be it's on. not like I never had the confidence. I never lacked the confidence mm. through the whole way. That's what kept me going, mm. you know? And, and I, I'm grateful because I really never had a, a still moment. I always, the boat always was flowing. So that time, man, shit changed. Shit changed after then. So, yeah, it's good to hear that you like, you know what I'm saying, stay down and push through all of that, though. No cap. Every song got a good meaning behind it. All they got to do is just really listen to them words, look at them lyrics. Them lyrics is on every app you get on. Trust me. All I got to do is hit me out and y'all will fuck with it. So, well, I mean, I'm excited to see what's in store for you this coming up year. I'm glad we tapped back in. I know we like took a break from working with one another for a little bit, but I'm glad we established that connection again. Yeah, most definitely. Yep. It was meant to happen. Yes, sir. But uh, yeah, this is the Cabin Kickback. Looney Bankroll. Go check out his music, Paintball Progress. It's out right now. More content coming for it soon. Lay low, live large, y'all. Lay low, live large. Lay low, live large. (laughs) You'll live longer.